Life by Divine with Sue Tomei fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue Demay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue Demay. Welcome to the show. Uh, it's an honor to be here once again, sharing whatever message comes through and whatever message that humanity needs to hear right now is always my intention. And this week, in the last couple of days, I really felt that I was going to be speaking about the coronavirus and what's happening in the world right now and what's happening with us individually, but also collectively looking at a perspective from the individual looking at a perspective from globally as well for all of us, including our planet. So today I'm going to be just sharing whatever message comes through in the way of spiritual lessons to help you navigate the COVID-19, the coronavirus outbreak, the pandemic, whatever you want to call it. There's a lot of things being thrown around. There's a lot of information coming out. That information is changing every minute, it feels like. And it's moving at a very quickened rate. Not necessarily, not necessarily I'm talking about the virus, but I'm just talking about the whole challenge that all of humanity is facing right now. It's all playing out very quickly. There's a real quickening around it. So Let's pause first and just take a moment. And if you're able to just sit here with me and if you can close your eyes, I would encourage you to close your eyes. And I just want to encourage you to take a couple deep breaths, inhaling through the nose and exhaling through the mouth. And as you're breathing, I just want you to focus in on your breath just for a second. Our breath is a beautiful anchor to the present moment. And within the present moment is held our emotions, our thoughts, sensations, feelings, ideas, beliefs, worries, fears, all of it. The present moment contains everything. And when we are facing a challenge such as this, it's easy for the ego to come and use the fear of what may or may not happen, to use the fear of the future, and especially the fear of the unknown right now, because there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of unknowns. And the ego will use that to bring us down into these wormholes of worry and fear, confusion, and uncertainty. Now, there's a difference between staying informed and camping out in the fear mongering that's happening all around the globe, especially on the news. So I am staying informed. I'm getting information that I need, and then I'm turning off the TV, or I'm finding the resources online and then I'm closing those windows. My intention as I'm gathering information is not to feed fear, not to feed my own fear, but especially not to add fear to the already fear-filled experiences that most people are going through, but to gather information. And then I take that information and I bring it into my heart space. I create an understanding at the level of the mind and that gives me peace or it calms my mind or it takes away the point of weakness from the ego. So there's a process that I go through when I'm gathering information. There's a process I go through when I'm listening to other people talk about it or if people are giving me advice, especially when I was traveling recently. 
I need to take that information in and process it in my own way and kind of go through my own spiritual filter in order to take what I need to take and let go of the rest. And today I want to focus on really giving you as many of the different spiritual tools that I use and give you some things that you can actually take forth and start using right away, even in the moment that you're listening to this. We're doing it live right now on March 17th. But whatever day you end up listening, and even if you re-listen to the replay, if you go back and listen again and again, I want you to know that in this moment, right here now, you're exactly where you need to be doing exactly what you need to be doing. And the more awareness you can create around how you feel and what you're thinking and what you believe, the more empowered you will feel. So knowledge can often give us a sense of empowerment, but it's the knowing in the heart that really can give us a deep sense of peace. So I'm going to pass on some knowledge. I'm going to give you an understanding at the level of the mind today. I'm going to satisfy your mental body in some ways to receive information that will empower you so that you feel equipped to deal with the situation at hand. And that situation for each of us individually is very different. Our circumstances are very unique. Our Individual classrooms are very unique. So certain people will have certain challenges while others might find it easier. I know there's a lot of people financially worrying and the worry has become magnified. They already had financial worries or money stuff or money blocks or that sort of thing to begin with. And now you add this element of the unknown and that increases exponentially. So what we're always looking for is those points of weakness that the ego is using to take you down into a wormhole of fear and worry and doubt and confusion. And it's in those wormholes that the ego really gets a stronghold on us. So the sooner we identify when we're being pulled down a wormhole, the better equipped we're going to be to prevent us from being pulled down further and or to find our way out. Sometimes we may need to reach out for help and support and that's okay. So sit down, if you can, settle in, take some deep breaths, open your mind, become very deeply curious and let's explore this together. And I'm going to share as many tools as I can. And I want you to take what resonates and leave the rest behind. Some things are going to land really deeply. Other things are going to be like, meh, not, doesn't work for me, not interested. So they may be for somebody else, but not for you. And that's okay. I'm not asking you to take everything. I'm asking you to just try on what resonates. Bring that into your life. Integrate it. Don't just listen, integrate it, use it, remind yourself of it, put a sticky note up to remind you of the lesson, whatever it is, the work that you do in between these shows, the work that you do when you're listening and afterwards is the heart work. That's the work that's going to allow you to get out of your head and into your heart. That's the work that's going to allow you to shift from love to from fear into love again. That's the work that's going to bring you peace of mind. That's the heart work that's going to change your experience of life, no matter how challenging it appears on the outside. Your experience of that challenge on the inside will be different. So let's see where we go today and see what message comes in through for all of you that are listening or that will be listening later. 
The very first thing when it comes to recognizing a global situation like this is that fear is rapidly growing and fear is being fed from all directions. And it can be fed from all directions as well as indirectly and indirectly. And it can also be fed with your own mind. So backtracking a little bit, I've talked about this a lot in different episodes, but I'm going to give some people the foundation because some of you might be new listening and haven't listened to my radio show before. Of course, you're welcome to go back and listen. There's more than 70 replays, 70 episodes that you can listen to on all the podcast platforms. But today, I just want to give you kind of the foundation. So when I approach life, I look at it as I have two teachers in my mind. I have the teacher of fear and the teacher of love. And the teacher fears the ego. The ego is here to keep me safe, protected, and keep me from taking risks. My ego mind only knows fear. It does not know love. It's not capable of love. Even if I wanted it to be, it's not capable. That's not the purpose of the ego. The ego is here to have us experience separation, have us experience fear in action. Spirit is our teacher of love. And you can call your teacher spirit, God, the universe. It doesn't matter what words you use, whatever word resonates for you. I'm going to name this teacher spirit I have for a long time. Divine works, whatever you like. So if I'm choosing to listen to ego or listen to my teacher of fear, my fears My own fears will be fed and the fears around me will be fed and expand and grow. However, if I make a conscious choice to listen to my teacher of love, I can actually be shown a different perspective. My mind opens. So when we're choosing fear, there's often a closed mind. It's a mind that's already made up in some ways. It's a mind that's limited. It's a mindset that's already created these filters and these programs and these beliefs that keep us limited. A choice for love, when we open up to allow spirit to be our teacher, it's spirits working at the level of the mind to create an understanding to allow us to tune into the knowing in the heart. So we receive knowledge at the level of the mind to tap into the knowing in the heart. So don't confuse knowledge with knowing. Very different. When we are listening to spirit as our teacher, when we're listening to the teacher of love, we are open to a different perspective. We will experience more peace, even if we don't understand what's going on around us. And we will feel more empowered. At the same time, we will actually, by example, empower others. And everything we do when we're acting as love in action or aligning with love or choosing love, we are extending love in the world. So when there's fear about the coronavirus and you Meet that fear with fear. Fear expands. When there's fear and you meet that fear with love, love expands every single time. No exceptions. Now that person or that individual or that situation may still appear to be fear-based. Your choice for love is powerful and immeasurable and has a global impact and a profound impact on levels that you can't even understand. And you couldn't even begin to measure. So never underestimate the power of a choice for love. That's number one. So how do you choose love when you're faced with fear? How do you choose love when fear is all around you and 
on every single channel and on every almost every post on your newsfeed and your social media. How do you choose love? You go within and make a conscious choice. You set an intention first. I do not wish to sit in fear. This fear is interfering with my peace. I want to be at peace. So you turn to your teacher spirit and you say, show me what would love do? What would love look like in this situation? What would love say? How would love feel? Just in that, surrendering over the situation and opening and asking for a new perspective, asking for a different lens to see the situation through can shift a lot. And I've done this over and over again over the years, but I'm also doing it a lot right now in this situation as well. I was recently in Turks and Caicos. I was there for about nine days. So traveling there, there was a lot of coronavirus talk. And while I was there, there were several friends that were very concerned about me traveling back to Canada and insisting I wear a mask, insisting I, you know, do certain things and I should pay attention and become more informed. And I, although they were very, they care a lot about me, their caring was basically fear disguised as love. And energetically, I could feel it. I could feel this, this worry, this concern, this density, this heaviness, this pressure. And they were carrying this burden of fear and carrying it on my behalf and then projecting it out onto me. So my choice in that was to take it on and add to the worry and add to the fear and, and create my own story in my own mind my own thoughts and beliefs that would drag me down into a wormhole or I could make a conscious choice for love so my conscious choice for love was thank you for sharing I will make I will do what I can to, to take care of myself when I'm traveling you don't need to worry it'll be what it'll be I'll do the best I can so they both insisted I wear a mask on my way home and I had and 95 masks from the mold in the condo that I was staying in. So I had these masks already that I hadn't used. They were, they were in plastic and, and container stuff. So I brought them with me on my carry-on. And at the first airport in Turks and Caicos, I didn't feel to put it on, but I definitely felt to keep myself kind of isolated, not touch a lot of things. And for me, because right now I have a compromised immune system, I'm actually on these remedies and I'm healing my body. I've got a lot of different pathogens in my body right now, two parasites I'm clearing. So there's a lot happening physically. So I was already feeling a little bit of a, a, quite a bit of a push on my system. And so there was things that I was really clear about. So I basically had this hand sanitizer. So anytime someone would touch my passport or my boarding pass, I would take it back from them, sanitize my hands and kind of like, you know, rub it a little bit on where they touched it. So that was a choice for peace for me. That was a choice for love. Wearing the mask was not, not yet. Once I got to Toronto, I was in immigration, customs and immigration. I was standing there and everything inside of me was like the mask. Like it was like, it wasn't fear, like wear the mask, get it on. Like it wasn't that at all. It was like the mask. Like it was just like, it's time. So I followed that nudge. I followed that prompt from my heart. I followed that choice for love. And what it happened to look like at that time was putting my mask on. And from that moment forward, I wore my mask all the way home. And I also had the hand sanitizer. I washed my hands at certain points. There were, I was guided. I was directed on how to take care of myself. And curiously, in the, on the airplane, they, there was one person that was supposed to be sitting beside us on the three row. She ended up moving. So we ended up having extra space. So there was kind of this automatic social distancing that happened. So I felt very taken care of in it. So there's these choices for love we can make, even when other people are coming at us with fear. And it's essential that we make that choice. And sometimes we can't always 
discern between love and fear. So sometimes I often say to people, maybe there's a third choice for you in this moment. And that's a choice for peace. So even if you're afraid and you make a choice for peace, that's closer to the vibration of love. So if you can't get yourself out of the fearful thoughts and out of the fearful story, then at least lean toward peace. A choice for peace is closer to a choice for love. And vibrationally, it's more attuned to the energy of love. Anytime we make a choice for fear, we're actually, it's a, it's a dense energy. It's an intense, dense energy that we're putting out there vibrationally attuning ourselves to fear. So we can acknowledge the fear, we can feel the fear, we can make peace with the fear, we can accept the fear, and at the same time, make a choice for love. I'm feeling afraid and it's okay. What would love say, do, or what would love feel like or look like right now? What would a choice for peace be for me in this moment? And we go from there, we take action, inspired action from there. So that's one piece. Going back to acceptance, I mentioned acceptance a little bit just by using some of the, the language of acceptance, which is I'm feeling afraid and it's okay. We need to be in a place of acceptance right now because if we're resisting and judging and projecting and blaming and worrying and being afraid, that's not helping. So when we come to a place of acceptance, it is what it is. We're, we're in this pandemic we are having this global crisis, this experience of a global crisis in the eyes of the world, and it is what it is. Where do we go from here? We need to accept first, and then what can I do in this moment? But if you don't accept what is, if you stay in resistance to what is, you're resisting life, and you're going to create more resistance, and you're going to feed your fear. So accepting what is accepting that right now, because I've been traveling, I'm, I'm kind of isolating myself. I've, if I go to the, if I go to the store, if I have to do something, I'll be wearing my mask and I'll be using my sanitizer, hand sanitizer, because that's a choice for peace, not just for me, but also that knowing that if I am happen, if I did happen to get exposed, then I'm not going to pass it on to other people. So acceptance, it is what it is. I am where I am. Then get curious. Get curious and be willing to not have a full understanding of why this is happening. The moment you ask why, why is this happening? The ego loves why. Instead of asking the question why, we shift to a question of what. What is this teaching me in this moment? What do I have to learn about this situation? What am I strengthening? What is this classroom teaching me? What am I learning from it? How am I expanding my understanding? How am I deepening my trust? What is this really helping me see, feel, or know? So when we shift from why to what, we actually empower ourselves and we take the the weakness, the point of weakness away from the ego. Because in truth, on a human level, in our humanness, we don't know what all this is for. We can be curious about finding meaning, but we don't know what all this is for. Because there's this opportunity that's happening on an individual level for healing and for awakening. And there's an invitation on a global level for humanity to awaken and to heal. So when we shift into curiosity, we're opening our mind, we're moving out of judgment and into a curious open mindset. And when we shift into this space of I don't know what all this is for, but I'm open to having an understanding, I'm open to finding meaning. We're not desperately seeking, we're not afraid if we don't have it, we can be open without needing and wanting and, and desperately having to have some form of meaning or understanding. So it's an openness without seeking. 
a curiosity without judgment. I don't know what all this is for, but I'm curious. I'm open to find meaning in the moment. And that's where we practice present moment hindsight. So in hindsight, you can look back at a situation that's happened in the past and you can often find meaning or often look back and say, okay, this is why that happened. If that didn't happen, I wouldn't have met this person or I wouldn't have had this experience, right? If I didn't get fired from that job, I wouldn't have got offered this amazing new job with more money, whatever it is. We can look back in hindsight and make sense of what has happened. When we are open to experience present moment hindsight, we're opening our mind to create a, an understanding or find meaning in the moment. So we have these moments of hindsight that allow us to create some sense of peace as to why something's happening as it is. Then we shift into deep trust. Deep trust is essential right now. And maybe this experience is actually designed to help you trust more deeply. When I'm open to another perspective, when I'm open to present moment hindsight, when I'm open to an understanding but not seeking it desperately, I often receive perspectives, visions, kind of a global vision of why something may be happening on a global scale. And as I was opening to that this morning, the words I kept getting, and I've heard these words before, and they were coming in again, ringing true, is sometimes we need to shake things up to wake us up. And I'll talk more about that after the break. But I want you to try on the idea that if it's on your path, it's purposeful. And if all of this is happening globally, all of this is on our path right now as a collective, as a collective of humanity, all of us, it's got to be purposeful. And we may or may not find the meaning. We may or may not be able to look at it right now and make sense of it. And we don't even need to like it. We need to accept it is what it is. And it's here and it's in front of us and we can't ignore it although some people are still trying to. We don't have to be afraid of it. But this, this, this whole global situation, there's a bigger plan here playing out. On a human level, we can look at it and we can judge it and we can see it in one way or another. But on a more of a spiritual level or a global level, if we actually pull ourselves back and let our soul see what's happening, look through that lens, then we'll actually see another perspective. There's a whole other perspective playing out. So I'm going to take a short break. I'll talk more about that. I'll share what I'm getting shown, what I'm getting, the visions that I'm getting around it. And, and they're minimal right now. I'm not getting big grand visions, but they definitely give me peace. They definitely allow me to land in that place of understanding enough to be back in deep trust and blind faith and inner peace, be in that place of peace again within my mind. So we're going to come right back and I'm going to share more and give you some more tools on how to navigate this coronavirus and COVID-19 and this pandemic and look at it from a global perspective with all of humanity, what we can do together. We'll do it together. Thanks. We'll be right back. The Heart-Led Living Intuition Academy with Sue DeMay is a unique unschooling experience designed to unwind, clear, and align your intuitive channel. And the doors are open for you now. Experience unwavering faith and deep trust in your intuition as you strengthen your connection to source, allowing you to walk through every moment with more peace, confidence, clarity, and certainty. 
Experience this deep personal transformation with Sue's guidance, including the option to share what you learn as a certified intuitive coach. This is your time to unwind and reprogram your mind, to rebuild your foundation and realign with your intuitive heart. Enrollment is now open. Apply today at heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Again, that's heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Welcome back. You're listening to Life by Divine, and I am your host, Sue Demay. Today, I've been talking about the coronavirus and how to navigate all of this that's going on globally using different spiritual lessons and different spiritual tools and principles. So I've been talking about just what we can do as individuals, but then also let's look at what we can do collectively. So Everything we make, every choice we make within ourselves has an impact outside of ourselves. So our internal environment influences our external environment, directly and indirectly. So all of the work that we do within ourselves, all the healing we do within ourselves actually impacts the healing of the whole. It has an impact, whether you realize it or not, and whether you can measure it or not or see it or not. So trusting that is essential, especially going through challenges like this. So I was mentioning earlier before the break that the universe is shaking things up to wake us all up. Sometimes things really need to be shaken up. And I've talked about this recently on the episode. I talked about spiritual redirections and course corrections. I was feeling a really strong global course correction happening. All of the choices that we were making individually over the last three or four years have come to a head and have created this massive soul choice point. And these soul choice points are these points where we, we, we are standing on our soul script and our soul has given us two choices, two paths to choose. So when we look at our soul script, for the most part, it's kind of this like path that has these significant experiences on our path that are non-negotiable that we're going to have those experiences one way or another and then we have these moments on our path where there's a fork and these soul choice points are different than our human choice points so let me backtrack a little bit a human choice point would be to go right or left or to say yes or no to a situation and based on that choice we make as a human, our soul script will detour us, but we'll come back onto that path, eventually come back, and we'll make a different choice. So even if we make a choice for fear, we kind of derail a little bit or detour a little bit, but we always get back on track. So our internal GPS will always bring us back to our soul script because there's certain things in our soul script that are non-negotiable that we've placed there before we came in this human experience. So these human choice points have these redirects and detours, but we always come back online. When we are experiencing or facing a soul choice point, this is where there's a big fork and we actually have more than one choice for our soul script. The story could play out one way or another. And each path has its own non-negotiable pieces, but we're at this soul choice point that allows us to consider everything that's happening in the world and make a choice to go right or to go left. We are all at a major soul choice point right now. As a collective, we are at a major soul choice point. And we can turn this all around or we can continue down this path and there'll be some really powerful lessons continuing on that path. When you look at what is your choice individually, it's for your healing, 
but your individual choice also impacts the healing of the whole. So everything that's gone on in the last three or four years has brought us to this big soul choice point, this collective soul choice point. And as humanity, as a whole, we need to do things differently. We've been called to do things differently. We've been encouraged. We've had signs from the universe. We've had signs from the planet. We've had many, many opportunities. But there's still, we haven't quite hit that tipping point because there's still people that are making choices that aren't shifting the energies and, and the direction and the course. Basically, we haven't, we haven't come to that course correction yet. We're right there. We're on the edge. We can all see it, feel it, taste it on a soul level, but on a human level, many of us, majority can't see it. So those that are awake, those that are conscious, living consciously, need to really step into it and say yes to it, to play their part, whatever that looks like. So right now, you may be facing some big changes in your life, letting go of dreams and visions and things that you thought were on your path for the longest time, where it's a, there's a total redirect. And that's what I'm experiencing right now a total redirect. In fact, yesterday I just went through my website and I made some big changes based on what I received uh, for clarity yesterday. There's some shifts happening on a global scale and we all need to be willing to be open to these course corrections, be open to these spiritual redirections. Because right now there's a big major one happening on a global scale. So these soul choice points will have a significant impact on the healing of the whole, all of humanity and our planet. And that's what we're all facing right now. And this, the interesting thing about, you know, self-isolation or social distancing, staying indoors, not reaching out to people in person, but maybe, you know, connecting with them through Zoom or Skype or video, connecting them by phone, having conversations, going inward, reading, sinking in and meditating, practicing yoga at home. There's a lot of different things we can do. And sometimes we get into these routines, human, in our humanness, we get into these routines and we can't break these routines. This is a major break in our routine, major break in the routine on so many levels, in so many ways. So there's going to be less flights, less air traffic, less cars on the road, less people on the street, less impact on our planet right now. It's almost like businesses are shutting down, things are shut. It's almost like giving the Mother Earth a little break. I, I was seeing this, there was a, a canal that normally is full of mucky, murky water. There's a lot of tourists that travel in this place. I can't remember exactly where it is. And there was a lot of cruise ships in that area and stuff. All of that is shut down. And this water is running clear, like crystal clear. You can, I could see little fish in it, little minnows. It was so clear. And normally it's, it's very murky. So there are different perspectives to try on. And that's one is it's like, okay, let's shake everything up. Let's break all the routines of people. Let's, let's get everybody doing things differently because they don't have a choice. And then can they make a choice within that to choose love, to choose peace, to choose to do things differently, to go inward, make a choice for love for themselves, for their families, for humanity for the planet we need to be willing to heal and sometimes that means we need to really shake things up so this is almost like a hitting like a, a humanity's brick wall 
can't just do things as you've always done them because you're used to doing them that way. We need to stop and get present and check in and make a different choice. We need to actually go within and choose again. That's what we all need to do. And although it appears it's out of our control, it's actually a gift. So where do we go from here? We are willing to heal. We're willing to feel. Feel the feelings. If you're feeling fear, be present with your fear. Don't camp out in it. Don't get stuck in it. Don't get pulled down into a wormhole around it. But let yourself feel it. We need to feel our our emotions and feel our feelings. Be present to it. So what if you were just to come home and sit and be still and breathe and do something different? Break the routine. Let's break the routines. As a collective, let's break our routines and make different conscious choices. The practice of forgiveness is really important in these situations. The practice of forgiveness is forgiving it over with the intention of healing, with the intention of having a different perspective. So if you're in a place where you're in fear and the perspective you're holding is actually painful and interfering with your peace, you can offer it over and ask for another perspective. You can forgive it all over to spirit. And say, show me another way to see this situation. Because the, the, the vision I'm holding, the perspective I'm holding is painful. It's causing suffering. It's feeding my fear. And I do not wish to be in fear anymore. I want to choose love. I just don't know how. Show me. Teach me. Guide me. Direct me. We need to surrender our personal will as human beings right now. And align with our soul's will, God's will, spirit's will, the divine will. That's a beautiful, deep surrender. And that requires us forgiving everything over. Everything we think we know, everything we think we don't know, all of our fears, all of our opinions, all of our personal preferences. And surrendering to allow the divine plan to play out, to allow our life's classroom right now, the way it's presenting itself, to be used for our deepest healing and the most profound awakenings for all of us, individually and collectively. We are at a significant soul choice point and we can't make everybody else choose but we can choose within ourselves. we can choose on a human level to align with our spirit with our soul with the divine we can choose at the level of the mind we can align with the knowing in our heart we can make a conscious choice for love over and over and over again. And when we forget, we forgive. And when we remember, we celebrate. This isn't a time for separation. Although we may be physically separating ourselves. This is a time for living oneness. This is a time to remember that we are actually not separate from each other. We are connected on a level that goes beyond geographical boundaries, that goes beyond the boundaries of our own homes, goes beyond the boundaries of our own bodies, our own minds. We are connected to each other on a level that is constant, that cannot be broken. And it's bound by love, our source. That's the truth. 
but in our human minds, in our human experience, as we're sitting here in our humanness, it's hard to fathom. I'm just inviting you to try the idea on. And the questions you may ask yourself are, what would love say? What would love do? What would love look like, feel like? But also, how can I remain connected when I'm socially distancing? How can I remain connected and have an experience of oneness when I'm isolating? How can we feel connected as humans beyond our physical contact, beyond the physical connection? How to, cre how to create emotional intimacy, mental intimacy, energetic intimacy, spiritual intimacy. And intimacy, I'm meaning into me see, seeing each other, knowing each other on a level that goes beyond the physical, connecting on a soul level, heart to heart. Because our heart connections that energy of love knows no boundary other than the boundaries we place on it within our own minds. And when we remove those boundaries within our own minds, we remove those boundaries that we perceive as human beings. This is not separating us all. This is creating an experience of global unification. People are stepping up, offering to help in so many ways. Emotionally, people are impacted on deep levels and they're feeling layers that they met, they've needed to feel for a long time. And the compassion and the kindness is there if we look for it. So stop looking for evidence of the contrary. Look for the kindness. Look for the compassion. Look for the examples of love. Be that. Be those things in the world. Be kindness. Be compassion. Be love. Be the change. Be the light. Be the divine in action. Allow the divine to work through you and animate your humanness. That's what the world needs, is for you to be in alignment and to be love in action, to be animated by the divine, the same divine force that we all come from, the same source that we all are connected to. Meet others' fear, witness their fear, witness the hoarding and witness all those things from a place of love and compassion. Wow, they must be in so much fear to take those kinds of steps. We don't need to judge them. Create an understanding. Create a level of empathy and compassion. And then make a choice for love. And a choice for love may be saying something to somebody, or it may be taking some inspired action, or it may be just sitting back and really looking upon others with love and tenderness and understanding. There's a quote from A Course in Miracles that I have pasted up on my desk here. 
And I look at it often and I'm really touched deeply by the words and just inspired to share it with you and you can see where it lands for you. The peace of God is shining in you now and from your heart extends around the world. It pauses to caress each living thing and leaves a blessing with it that remains forever and forever. The peace of God, the peace of the divine. Love is shining in you now. It's always there, always available. You can tap into it. Never underestimate the power of a choice for love. Love is a powerful force. My blessing for you today is may you see and feel and know the beauty and light that resides within you now, always and in all ways. May you remember your true nature as love, always has been, always will be. May you make a conscious choice to align with love so you may feel and experience true authentic joy as it naturally arises within you, deep within your soul, and fills your entire being. May you look upon the world and all the challenges that we're all facing right now and see through the lens of love, compassion, kindness, and understanding. May you be inspired to unite, unite in love, and experience living oneness, knowing that we are all connected, every single one of us, including Mother Earth. May you remember the truth of who you are in this moment, in every moment that follows. And may you make a conscious choice for love over and over and over again. And so it is. I love you. I see you. I appreciate you. The world needs you right now. You're ready. The world is ready. Please just say yes to play your part. Be love in action. Be the light. Be the messenger in the world right now that we all need. Be what you came here to be. And if you don't know exactly what that is, trust that your heart knows. Until next time, love and blessings. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com. 